I did notice a pattern with Bumble that people that then get into relationships from people they meet on Bumble, the girl is kind of in the driver's seat in the relationship. Do you think that's true from the girl initiating one time? Yeah, I've seen that. Wow. Hi, I'm Dahlia. I'm not your therapist, but I am a dating coach, a matchmaker, and your new best friend when your real best friend just doesn't want to listen to you anymore. So let's have it. Hello, welcome. A couple things this week. I first want to share in the vein of tooting my own horn, a message I got from a short guy. The first message was, this Friday, I have a date set up with a taller woman. Age and height is listed right on there in the Hinge app, so there's a good chance she doesn't care. Woohoo! From what I can tell, I think I'm going to like her, blah, blah, blah. I'll keep you posted. Great. Then I got this message this morning. Last night's date with the tall, whiskey-loving, badass PhD physics student went amazingly. We really connected, even, even talked about our mutual nervousness about dating people of different heights, agreeing that we were both happy that we didn't let that stop us from messaging each other. The second date is set up after she's done with this week's midterm exams. Thank you for helping me have the confidence to do this. And that was from a very short boy. And I'm so happy to hear it went well. I'm so happy to hear that these people decided to buck their own standards and challenge their own norms and also talk about it. It's like you don't have to go on the date and be like, this isn't happening. You can go and talk about it and be like, yeah, it's weird. I've never dated someone shorter than me, but I'm willing to give it a try. Put it all out there. Put it out in the open. Get it out there before you even go on the date. Who cares? Like, be honest. Call it out. And then have fun like this guy did. I'm so happy for him. Cannot wait to hear what happens. Um, kind of along those lines, I got the question, how young is too young to date from a woman? I'm 30 and my friends want me to date older so they're more ready for marriage and kids. Is 23 too young? And I would say, meh. Who knows? Like... When I was 30, I definitely dated a 23-year-old. It didn't last forever, but what does? And it was a great learning experience, and I had fun. When I was 31 or 32, I dated another 23-year-old. So, like, sometimes it just works out that way. I don't think you should limit yourself, and I certainly don't think that age equals maturity or readiness for marriage and kids. Yes, it does play into it a bit, but if two people really care about each other and want to make it work, they will. And also, if someone's much older than you and doesn't have, you know, some sort of past long-term relationship or kids or something, sometimes I'm like, that's more worrying to me than them being much younger. Not that it's worrying, but it's more of a sign that they don't actually want that if they've gotten to be that age and still don't have it. Not always, not always. But I just think we shouldn't always take things at face value. Older does not mean more ready for what you're ready for. could mean less. Younger, they could just be in a different frame of mind, works out all the time. Also, biologically speaking, older women do get along with younger men because as, and I might mess this up because it's science, but bear with me, as women get older, their testosterone goes up or progesterone or something. And as men get older, it goes down. So older women tend to communicate more directly um, and be a little bit less emotional and less sensitive than they are in their 20s. So they do better with a guy who's in his 20s and his testosterone is high. He's communicating directly. Whereas guys get older, they get more sensitive, softer, 
softer, they want to nest. And so they tend to go for a younger woman because she's more sensitive, communicates indirectly, more emotional. So this is why a lot of times older kind of power women, all women are power women, but specifically older women get along better with younger men because they're both communicating directly and they're both kind of in that ambitious phase of their life and they want to get out there and do things. They have high energy, high sex drive, and older men do well with younger women because it's a little softer, it's a little nicer, it's time for nesting. Now, obviously, this equation doesn't work out perfectly because, like, what are we supposed to do? Change who we're dating as we get older, younger? Maybe. I don't know. But the point is, don't assume anything. There's a reason older women do well with younger men. If you're a woman and you've been like, I'm trying to date older guys because they're supposed to be more mature and ready and it's just not working for me, try going younger. Don't assume. Young men can be very mature. Older men can be very immature. Same goes for women. Same goes for people. So once again, along with the height thing, just expand your horizons. And if one thing hasn't been working for you, why don't you try the other thing? Thank you. Good morning. Hello. Welcome. I'm here with the gorgeous Gabby Conti looking right at her pink lipstick. She's beautiful. Um, she is a sex and love columnist, writer, comedian, performer, host, and she wrote a book that's coming out soon. When's it coming out? Spring 2020. Spring 2020. Not that soon. Soon <laughs> enough to reserve your advanced copy. Um, it is called 20 Guys You Date in Your 20s. That's it. And awesome. you're quoted in it. I'm quoted in it. That's right. I'm an expert. I love this. Yes. Maybe we'll talk about that. Okay. Yeah. So I'm here with you and I kind of like asked you to come and I was like, you can promote your book. And then I was like, but also we're going to talk about you and expose all your secrets to the world. Which is fine. And we should do that more because the book, again, you can't even reserve an advanced copy yet because it's, it's not too even, early. it's too early, but you know, we'll plant it. So if they like it, they'll just remember. Because it will sell out. It will and sell out. And you will need I, a reserve I mean, I copy. hope to be a New York Times bestseller. That's the, that's I the dream. I hope that for you. Snooki was one. I think I could probably do I think it. you can totally do so, it. Yeah. You're way better than her. Okay, nothing against Snooki. No, Snooki's, Snooki's great. great. She's great. We both spell our name with an I at the end. I'm a big fan. I love the Jersey Shore. We're already We're learning, already so, learning much. so much. Yeah. Um, Gabby's wearing matchstick looking earrings. Thank you. She's very high fashion. <laughs> I'm definitely in pajamas and she's definitely like all together for a Saturday morning. Well, I have a date later. So oh, I wanted nice. to, and then our hot water was out so that I was like, well, this is my look now. This is your look now. I can't shower. I had that yesterday. Yeah. It was kind of, of like, darn, now I can't exercise. Yeah. Oh man, that yoga class oh, I definitely wasn't going to go to. Can't. I definitely can't go to now. <laughs> um, Gabby, one thing I love about you we recently reunited so we knew each other a little a Mm -hmm. few years ago and then you moved to New York for a relationship Mm -hmm. and then the relationship ended and she came back here and then we're like let's connect because she quoted me in her book and then we went out and I was like very few people that I interact with have as positive and proactive a strategy and attitude about dating as you do and it's something I really try and encourage in people Mm -hmm. and I often have people on the show who are like I hate dating make it better make it go away and I feel like maybe we're gonna get there but I also feel like at least what you present is like I have a date here I have a date there I'm excited I'm having fun I believe I'm joyful I'm happy to be back I'm enjoying my life it might get old at some point but right now I'm kind of riding the wave and that's how I was before I met my boyfriend and I my ex-boyfriend now um, and I'm still like that like I really do love dating I love getting to meet new people and getting to know them I think like worst case scenario maybe there's someone that down in life you guys help each other out exactly especially in a town like Los Angeles 
like dating in Connecticut, which I never did, which is when I was living with my parents for two months after yes. the breakup, I would assume that would be like a little less like helpful. But I think in LA, like there's ways that you can collaborate with people. Worst case scenario, best case scenario, you have like a good few dates and I'm not really looking for like a boyfriend right now. I'm kind of just like looking if that happens, it happens. I'm just trying to accept relationships for what they are and not try to force them into something that they're not. I love this. Everyone, please rewind and play that again because this is great and this is how you should think of it. I went to some sort of dating seminar once to kind of like learn what other people were teaching Mm -hmm. and they were like, every first date is either a great story, mm-hmm. a learning experience, yep. a business partner, mm-hmm. or the love of your life. Yes. Or, I like to add, or they're best friends with the love of your life, and if you're nice to them, they might introduce That's you. That's true. That happens So don't assume, just because you don't walk in and be like, I want to rip my clothes off, yeah. that there isn't something for you to gain. I actually had a first date with a guy, um, and it was for an article that I wrote for Cosmo that's coming out in July about oh, this, excuse like... Excuse me. Sorry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is a new development for me, so I'm really excited Amazing. About it. Very excited. Um, and it was this whole thing where you're supposed to, it's a whole thing, a mindset of trying to match with guys that you normally wouldn't match with on dating apps because like guys don't take the greatest pictures. So Mm. they're out of focus or blurry or in the distance. And so I matched with this guy, I had a very pleasant date with him, but I didn't feel that like, I didn't really feel like the need to jump his bones or I didn't see, I just wasn't really like into it. And so he asked me, he's like, and I told him that, he kept asking me for a second date, and I didn't say it like that. I was like, I was like, yeah, I just don't really think there's, like, I, I'm just really not feeling it. And he's like, that's okay. And he's like, do you have any friends that might be interested in dating? Amazing. And I thought that was so cool that, that he is said awesome. that. And at the time, I, I can't think of any, but when I do think of a single friend, I, he will be one of the first people I'll think about. That's amazing. Yeah. And I've, I've heard that more than once, where it's like someone will go on a date with someone and they'll be like, well, I wasn't really into you, but you might be really good with my friend. And I've actually heard of it turning into relationships and even marriage because that's so cool if you put your best foot forward like nothing bad can happen and if you're a nice person nothing bad can happen as long as you don't go into it like I hate being here I don't want to be here unless you're going to be my husband or wife right right and I was just talking about today um how important it is to kind of go outside of your type, whether it's height, whether mm-hmm. it's job, whether it's age, like so many challenging yourself to say, what do I usually go for? What happens if I go for the opposite? Yeah. Also with the whole picture taking thing, um, I remember berating a colleague of mine because she was like, oh, he had an unmade bed in his background, so I just swipe left. And I'm <laughs> like, guys don't know how to take pictures. You can't go on that. And like, sorry, they're not going to make their bed until you're coming over. Like, that's <laughs> just the way it is. So why are you judging on things like that? Guys don't know how to present themselves. They don't spend a million hours doing it. Maybe some guys do, and I trust that even less. Right. But like, well, then when they do, that's also just as bad. Way worse. Yeah. Like, when you just see all the hot shirtless, like, actory. Yeah. So, yeah, they just don't, they, they don't know how to take pictures. We shouldn't yeah. think too much about it, mm-hmm. judge too much. And we should just let them be the messes that they are. And then they should let us. And then we should go out together and learn to love each other. Right. And actually, and then through for the article, I interviewed people. And I actually, a good friend of mine, her boyfriend of two years, she matched with him. And she didn't like his pictures that much. But he ended up being so much more amazing in person. So, like, this does work. (laughs) Yes, it does work. And I'd much rather date someone who's amazing in person than someone who has, like, an amazing social media profile. Right. Honestly. I don't respect that. Totally. Not that, no, there is something wrong with it. I don't just say that. So you, yes. let's talk about you. Yeah. So when we went out for mm-hmm. martinis a couple weeks Ooh, ago, good martinis. Good martinis. Good martinis at the Pikey. French fries, medium, medium martinis, martinis, great. But the French fries, we had to get them because I felt bad about we the table. Yeah, we're good people. <laughs> um, so you 
you had had like a, some crazy dates since coming back to LA. Oh, the other thing I'll say is like, maybe everyone when they're dating should just pretend that they're a sex and relationship columnist. Because mm-hmm. I feel like you and I have a similar experience where because it was kind of my work and what I was interested in when I was dating, yeah. I thought everything was so fascinating right. and fun. And right. I was always like, this is going to be a great story. Yeah. This is fun. And I feel like you have kind of the same attitude, whereas people who aren't as much in that field mm-hmm. are kind of like, what's the point of this? And I'm like, it's a great story. It's, it's a great material. Great it's a great story. Yeah. No, I had some crazy... Well, you were talking earlier about going against hype. Right. And um, I had noticed... Like, so I'm like, there's like... There were three guys at one point that I was like all simultaneously dating. Not like seriously dating, but like, yeah, grabbing a drink. Because I'm in the mindset right now where I'm like, I don't think it makes sense for me to be monogamous with someone unless they prove that they're worthy of being monogamous and we have that conversation. Exactly. Like, otherwise, what's the point? Because I realized looking back at my last relationship, there were so many red flags, but I really kind of was like, this is the only option. Right. And there were times in the relationship before we were official that maybe I should have dated around a little bit more before I connected or before I was like, this is the person for me. Exactly. I think we as a society and whatever have made monogamy slash relationship such an end goal that we are like oh they want that okay I better just take what I can get and go for it Mm -hmm. and I'm always telling my clients like someone shouldn't be allowed to be your exclusive person until three months in because that's how long it takes in my mind to know if you actually want to be with them to see them in different situations to see if the red flags are actually red flags all that but because we hear the word like boyfriend relationship we're like oh you want that okay yeah I guess because I'm supposed to want that right instead of like waiting which is so again it's the same like accepting people for who they are in relationships for what they are like I don't want anyone to be my boyfriend like there's a specific type of person that I want to be my boyfriend and until the guys I'm dating prove to like match up to that and have the qualities I'm looking for like then I'm going on dates with people just to see what happens sure but are you open to those people like what when you say you know what your type of person your boyfriend is oh it's not even um I'm not even thinking about like physical stuff I'm thinking about there's certain like personality traits can you tell me what yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I did definitely need someone who's like op- can be optimistic and not like super in its head. And this is all coming from my last relationship. Sure. I need someone who's an excellent communicator. Um, I don't want an appointment boyfriend where it's like, okay, we hang out and then I'm not going to talk to you until we hang out again. I think that's like very So by excellent communicator, do you mean they text you a lot? Text, but like, you just have to be like constant texting because I also think it's also, an excellent communicator isn't texting you 24-7 where you can't have a life outside of your texting and Instagramming and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's a a balance of like checking in when you're not seeing each other. It's it's making plans. It's being proactive. It's it's showing through communication that you care about this person. Sure. So it's it's more about... Effort and consistency. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and also definitely someone who's like very self-aware, has maybe got, done work on themselves, gone through therapy. I've gone through therapy. I think that's important for me and knows what their issues are. And, and again, the excellent communicator also goes in communicating like on dates and being honest and transparent and open and not like pretending to be someone that they're not because that was kind of what happened with me with my last relationship. These all sound really reasonable. I was kind of ready to be like, Gabby. No. But these are reasonable. Yeah, and so it's so funny. So my, my physical type used to be tall. Because I'm tall for You're a girl, tall. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I and I always, like, my, my type would be like, oh, I'm not going to date a guy unless he's over six foot. And so the three guys that I had been, like, dating uh, were all exactly my height. Hmm. But it's interesting because even through that, it's not, like, they're not better because they're shorter. Like, they're, they still have problems. You know of what I course. mean? Like, like, one guy was so insecure about the height and kept saying to me, like, multiple times, oh, you're so tall. And I'm like, we're the same height. 
And I realized, I was like, oh, he's insecure yes. about his height. And that's why he keeps projecting that. And this guy, like, ended up, he was the guy that I was about to go on a date with when we when we hung out last. Remember, I was like, oh, this is the, the guy. The Frank Sinatra guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And, like, now he's just, like, I could tell, he's just, like, basically, like, ghosted me. Ghosted me. After how many dates? Because last eight time I talked to you, you were, yeah, you were, like, like eight dates. And now he disappeared. He just kind of, yeah. It used to be from being able to communicate and, like, and setting plans. And he, like, went away, uh, like, last weekend and came back on, like, Tuesday. And I didn't hear from him the whole time he was away. And I, like, just checked in, reached out, had, like, a very, like, sporadic conversation. I invited him to the show on Monday. Mm-hmm. He said he had something, but he tried to make it. But then was never like, what are you doing this weekend? And this was, like, a guy that I had consistently saw. And I don't know what changed. What do you think? What's in your gut? What's your assessment? My gut is that I think our whatever was happening with us was getting to be serious. And even though he was kind of the one that was moving it into that direction, because by taking me out to like dinner dates, by like getting to know me, by asking me these questions. And I think it kind of came to a point where maybe he was like, just maybe he just wasn't ready for that. I mean, he's divorced. Like it maybe wasn't what Mm -hmm. he was ready for. Mm -hmm. I don't, I'll never know. And I don't think it's worth kind of like sitting around and waiting to like figure out what Definitely that is. not. I do. I, it's interesting because both on the show and with my clients, there's a lot of um, like, why, why, yeah. why yeah. did they disappear? And I'm like, why does it matter? The point is they're not, I mean, I know it matters. I've been there. I know that we like want answers and we think that will somehow make it easier. And that's why I do encourage people If you're not interested in Mm -hmm. someone, please do them a favor and at least give them some closure and don't just disappear. But the search for the why is so futile. And nothing's going to make us feel better when we liked someone and they didn't want to date us. And often guys, I think, won't give it the closure because they want to keep it open. Mm. Like, I think he's probably like, okay, well, if I I don't want to tell her, like, it's over and I don't want to hang out with her anymore because, you know, maybe in a couple of weeks or months I want to hang out with her and I want that door to still be open. And if I, like, break up with her, then she's not going to be interested in, like, seeing me again. I don't know if it's that conscious for guys. I think more often than not, they're just kind of... It's not that they're in denial because I think even that is too active. I think it's like... It's just like, no, that's not happening. It's like, oh, well, I just, I'm just not. It's just like, yeah. it's, it's like they forgot to like throw out their trash. You know, it's like, I'm sorry. No, no that's okay. a horrible analogy. No, no, I, I only it. use that because no. my boyfriend doesn't throw out his trash. Yes, I'm calling <laughs> you out. Um, And when I talk to him about it, he's like, doesn't even notice that it was there. Like it just, yeah. it's like a blind spot for him. So not to excuse these guys at all. Right. But I, I do think it's a little that they're just like, if it's not a definite yes moving forward of like, I cannot live without seeing this person, in their mind, it just kind of fades away also because they're not as good at multitasking, generally speaking. So right. if their mind's just on other things, they're like, oh yeah, that that thing. Oh yeah. And they don't, some part of them knows they should do you the common courtesy mm-hmm. of reaching out and saying, hey, I don't really think this is going anywhere or I'm not really feeling it or whatever. But also I think in their minds, they think somehow that that is more hurtful than just disappearing which, which is it's not. not true because we as women will go through our head and we'll replay everything and we'll try to think about like well what was it what did we do mm-hmm. and for me I was like is it we started following each other on Instagram and that was kind of around the time that things started fading between us and I was like that's why I always say don't do that and I was like is it that I post too much does he think like then I started noticing that he wasn't even looking at my stories so I'm kind of like so he's probably not looking at my Instagram so it's not the ins- I mean again I could sit here and I could come up with like a million theories of like what happened but it's at the end of the day it's just yeah. not worth it's it it's not happening it's, it's just not, not happening and if he it. didn't have the boss to tell you that's another important thing for you to yeah. notice you yeah. know um I always say like 
and I know everyone does this, but like, please don't follow each other on Instagram until at least three months in and you're in an exclusive relationship because you just don't need to know that much about another person that you've just met. Also, someone's social media life is so different than who they actually are. It's very curated. It's what they're choosing to put out to the world. And it's like, it's just, there's too many factors. Like dating someone should just be based on maybe a little bit of communication between dates and then like how they are in the date and how they are out in the world and how you feel when you're with them. It should not be based on this other thing they're presenting to the social media audience. It shouldn't be based on the GIFs they like or whatever. Like GIFs, it just, is it, is it, I don't know. I, do, I knew I was, wait, I don't know. But what about if you're date, going on a date with someone, should you check their, their no. Instagram before no. you go on a date with them? No. Interesting. I tried to set up another call out. My boyfriend's sister okay. with a guy that was a friend of my friend's that was going to be great. It was going to be yeah. such a great setup. She starts stalking his Instagram, finds like one picture she doesn't like from like a year ago oh and is like, no, I'm not going out with him. And I'm like, are you serious? That's this crazy. is like as if you could open up someone's brain and go through all of their past memories, relationships, stupid things they ever did to embarrass themselves mm-hmm. and decide based on that that you're not going to date them anymore. Yeah. Like, yes, sure, you want to know if someone's, like, a Trump supporter and posting about it every day, but probably that's going to come out in the wash anyway. Right, right. So, like, I just don't think we need all this information. Mm Because, first of all, I don't think it's trustworthy. I think it's false. Right. And second of all, it's just too much. It's more than you should know. It's, like... Before going on a date with someone, would you talk to every member of their family and friends and ask them their whole history? No. Like, go on the date. See if you have a good time. If you have a good time, go on another. But also, it's going to put you in your head if they're following you. Then you're like, you're what am I out. posting? I'm going to post extra hot. I'm going to post extra funny. I'm going to post, oh, I don't want him to think that. It's just like, it's, it's too much. Too much. It's no too one much. should have that much information about each other. You should see how you feel when you're together. You should see how they treat you. You should see how consistent they are. Their social media does not matter mm-hmm. until many, many months in. That's good to know. Yeah, that would that be my now. advice to you. And cool. if someone asks you or tries to follow you, say no. Yeah. Be like, or if they do follow you because you don't have private, right? No, I'm not private. Yeah. So if they follow you, be like, hey, I know this is going to sound weird, but can you unfollow me because I really think it's better to keep those boundaries until if we're actually dating. Right. Like, right. you can say that. Yeah. You don't even have to really give an answer, a reason. You yeah. can just, it's just like, get out of my face, yeah. you know? Like, let totally. there be some mystery. We don't need to, and then it's also awkward once you stop dating. Yeah. There's so many people do. You're like, why are they still watching my stories? Why are they still, I get those questions all the time too, where people are like, well, he goes to me, but he still likes all my photos. And I'm like, this is too much. Why are we dealing with this? <laughs> my ex still follows all my friends. He doesn't follow me and he watches all their stories. And they're like, why is he watching my stories? Because he wants to see if you're in there without <laughs> yeah, yeah, watching yeah. your stories. Yeah, but yeah. like, it's too much. And even that, like you actually lived with him and dated yeah. him, but it's like, we just know too much. It's too much. Everyone just take your space and maintain it and keep the people you've gone on three dates with out of it. Yes. They don't have that right to your life. Agreed. It's unfortunate that it's just like public and we don't have a choice about it. But anyways, you can see I feel passionate. (laughs) Um, So where are we at right now? So, okay. So, so that guy's out of the picture. And then there was like another guy that I had, uh, like we were, we should have been a one night stand in 2012 and then we just I only when I wrote the book I found out I only had one one night stand meaning a guy I slept with then knowing for 24 hours and then literally never saw him again that's only We've happened only to had once. once yeah I'm trying to think how many I've had I don't even know 
I mean, not that I've had a ton, but I honestly never think about it. Yeah. Um, and so did, this, did that make you feel like you wanted to have more? You no, should have no. Had more? I think it's okay. good that I'm, that that number's fine with me because okay. I I tend to like be able to kind of keep seeing someone after if that happens. Mm-hmm. And so this guy, like 2012, we hooked up once, and then we kept hooking up in 2012. It was kind of like a very much of like a booty call situation. That's not a one night stand. No, it wasn't. Oh, okay. so it wasn't. But okay. it, and then. In 2016, he asked me out on a date, and we went on our first date in 2016. It was lovely. Hooked up again. It was fine. And then, then I moved, then I started dating my ex, and like never saw him. And then he met. He texted me like out of the blue. Was like, "Hey, are you back in LA? Like, I'd love to take you out." We went on a date. We went on, and it was, and I kind of was like a little bit like I had just kind of gotten intimate with the other guy who ended up kind of ghosting me. So I kind of was like a little bit reserved. And then when I realized that that guy had like really ghosted me, I kind of threw myself more into this guy. And things are good. I just don't really like, I don't know. I'm just not, I don't know if it's the right guy for me. Like I, I just like, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying his company and I'm having a good time with him, but I'm not like super excited and I feel like if I really was into him I wouldn't have the desire to like go back on dating apps and like communicate with other guys and I still I don't feel that I don't feel like that yet so I don't really know if it's gonna continue do you feel pressure from him a little about a little because like he'll always ask me like which I appreciate and I like it and actually made me realize that this is how every guy should be treating me like asking me like oh like when am I see you next like you know and I appreciate that I like that but I think but then I'm starting to wonder I'm like do I just like him because he does that there's nothing wrong with that I always say sometimes the most attractive thing a person can do is be smart enough to be attracted to you and if they're exhibiting that kind of good behavior I think that's very telling like I really like that and I'm 100% 100% not opposed to continuing to date someone just because they treat you well. Right. Unless you were, like, repulsed by him. I'm not repulsed by him. I'm obviously attracted to him, but I'm just not really, like, I don't know. I'm not, like, head over heels. I feel like I kind well, of... Well, you shouldn't be. How many dates have you gone? Uh, I mean, we've known each other for years and years. Yeah, but not really. Yeah. How many dates have you been um, on recently? Recently, we've been on three dates. Yeah. You, why, why would you be head over heels? Yeah. You'd be fucking insane yeah. if you told me you were head over heels. Sorry. But like, I don't trust the whole, I'm so adamant about this. I don't trust the whole like Love it for fireworks, head yeah. over heels. We just hit it off. The chemistry, like I know you listened to our last ghosting <coughs> yeah, episode, yeah. which was, you know, we hung out every day. We had all these dates like so close together, so into each yeah. other. Oh, and then he disappeared. Well, why? What... Because that's what happens when that happens. Yeah. If you want something long-term and lasting, which it's not clear that you do right now. But with the right person, and I think there's other things about this guy that I just don't feel like are, I like, he's very supportive, which is great. I just kind of am, he's older, which is like not a problem. Right. But I just, I feel like a little bit, I don't really sense, I, I, I still get a really big like frat boy sense from him. And it's kind of, that's a big turn off that he's that like that at this age. Like, what's the frat boy? Like, part? one night, like, oh, actually, we've been on four dates. So, we went on a date, like, last Friday night, and I met up with all his friends. And all of his friends are, like, his age or, like, a little younger. And they're all, like, super fratty. And, like, one guy that was his friend who's, like, has a girlfriend. We, like, were at Bar Lubitsch, actually, like, uh-uh. dancing on a Friday night. And his friend, like, just made out with a random girl who Oof. has a girlfriend. And I'm like, if this is the company you keep, I think that's really telling on who you are. And you're sure they don't have some sort of arrangement? No, he said they did. Because he was shocked about it. Oh, okay. And then he was like, I think he was embarrassed. He was like, I'm not like that at all. And I'm like, mm. And then I don't know. I just don't. There's something about that where I'm kind of just like, eh. Yeah. I mean, I totally hear you. And that makes sense. Because you do have to look at who someone's friends are. Right. If you were more into him. And these him, are his best friends. Like, these right. are his, like, crew forever since he, like, moved out to L.A., like, I guess, like, six or seven years ago. Yeah. I mean... 
One thing I will say, just because I always feel the need to play devil's advocate mm-hmm. and be like, let's bust our normal, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I hear, I do hear from people where they'll be like, he parties too much, he drinks too much, he's too fratty or his friends are immature or whatever. And I'm like, that's valid. That's yeah. totally valid. But at the same time, that's kind of what people do when they're single, guys in particular, mm-hmm. is like, how else are they going to meet girls? They're going to drink a lot and go out with yeah. their fratty friends. And it is often a relationship that makes people more chill, more less likely to go out and get super drunk, more like homey, get into better health. Like there's some statistic about couples being in better health because they encourage each other in these habits. So obviously if his friends are not trustworthy. That's something to pay attention to. But also, that's just like who he's been hanging out with for a long time. Yeah. He didn't know that was going to happen. Should it be a reflection on him? Mm. He's not even a like big drinker, but it's just like there's some for someone his age. He he acts like he's in his twenties and he's in his late thirties. I mean, I think it's pretty clear though. For whatever reason, you're kind of I'm not, not into, into it. it. <laughs> So you don't need to keep going. You I don't need I to feel need pressure to. about it. Like he wants, like I don't know. Like he wants to hang out tonight, and like that just doesn't sound appealing to me. But like I'm gonna, he like, but he's gonna come to my show on on Monday. That Ooh you're boy, on. I'm gonna meet him. And it's just kind of like, yeah, sure, come to my show. Like I don't know. I'm just not really like. And then like he was like texting me late night last night when I was on another date, and I'm just kind of like, ugh, like I don't know. I think that's probably a good time to end it. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other guy. <laughs> Please. I love Gabby. She's doing it right, everyone. She has multiple guys. She's not taking it too seriously. She has four in the rotation. She's paying attention. She's not letting people be her boyfriend. This is ideal. Four in the rotation, but I think we're I think we're canceling two of them. Okay. The one we just talked about and then the ghosting one. I think we're canceling. Gotta make room for two new ones. So um this other guy, so I did... When How I did, old are you, 30? I'm 31. 31. Going on 32. Going on 30. Happy almost. Happy almost. <laughs> okay, cool. So, um... So, so let me ask you yeah. quickly. Are yeah. you feeling the societal, like, marriage kids pressure? Or are you like, I don't care? No, and I kind of I kind of almost reached the thing that maybe kids is not something that I'm going to have. Which Great. Is, which I don't... I'm not sad about that. Great. And I'm kind of like, if anything, maybe adopt or foster. Like, sure. You know, and like, I don't really know if that... But I do think at the same time, I think that if I was dating someone and we loved each other and I got pregnant and I had the financial means, like, then yeah, I would have sure. a kid. Sure, sure. But it's not something that I'm seeking like a lot of my friends. Like, freezing my eggs, I'm like, that seems like a waste of money. Mm, I did that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did it because I yeah. know that I want to have kids yeah. and I tend to date younger yeah. guys. Yeah. So there you and go. I didn't want to pressure or rush anyone mm-hmm. and I wanted to take it into my own hands and also where I was working at the time paid for it right. so it was totally there you go. that's amazing yeah yeah um but I will say like uh as an advocate for women to freeze their eggs or take the pressure off I think it makes such a difference in the way people are dating mm-hmm. when they're dating because they want to have marriage and a kids and they have to find someone to do it with yeah. or if they're like that's something I want if the right person comes along, but it's not a reason to be dating someone or not dating someone right. because I think it can lead you into having a relationship with the wrong person mm-hmm. just for that. I have a uh, client that I love who's like, yeah, I've realized if I really want kids, I can have them on my own. Yeah. And I'm not going to let a man determine whether or not I get to have them. Mm-hmm. So she's not dating with that intention. She's like dating for fun and to maybe find a partner but the kids part is up to her and luckily she has like supportive friends and family I know another woman who um 
is having her second kid via sperm donor. Oh, wow. She's also dating someone and has been for a while. That's amazing. But he was not ready to, you know, have kids with her, get married. So she was like, well, this is something I want to do. I'm going to do it anyway. Amazing. We're going to keep dating, but it's not about that. Yeah. Which I think is so empowering and so great. That's so great. And it just can change your whole attitude when you go on these dates because you're not like, are you ready to be the father of my children? You're just like, do I like hanging out with you? Are you a good kisser? Yes. Yes. The end. So, um, so the other guy, uh-huh. uh, so I met him through that social experiment of where I, uh, that I did for Cosmo. So oh, there can were, you tell us yeah, about I can it? Tell yeah. You about it. Yeah. yeah. So I, um, and please read the full article in the July issue. We all will. We um, all will. Hopefully it gets in. I buy Cosmo. No, just <laughs> But I'll so, read it for you. Um, so yeah, so I, I went, so I went on a date with this guy uh, and I was a little taken aback because, so his pictures was, I could see his very first picture was a black and white photo of him wearing sunglasses and there was a girlfriend, obviously, an ex-girlfriend obviously cropped out, which mm-hmm. is usually a no-no for me. Sure. And it's also not a really good quality picture. I have no idea what this guy sure. looks like, but for the experiment, I swiped right. So the experiment was just doing the opposite of what you usually well, not, do. Less the opposite, also like bad, fo- like hard to tell what the guy looks like. Interesting. And so that, okay. so that actually worked both ways for me. Yes, it's a guy I normally would swipe left with, but then also, yeah, it was hard to tell what he looked like because mm-hmm. it's black and white, close up, grainy, sunglasses, you know, like Interesting. what does this person look like? I don't know. His other pictures, you can kind of tell, but still his other pictures, he was kind of far away from the camera and a lot of them, it was like really hard to like get a good idea of what this guy looked like. Was this experiment your idea? No, it was actually, uh, Nicole Byer talked about it on her podcast. Oh, wow. And I think they were originally going to have Nicole Byer write it, but she didn't, she like passed. You're the second so Nicole Byer. <laughs> But cool. I think it is a thing that like women have. It's a it's a really cool social exp- and people do it in, like not even realizing they're doing it when they maybe swipe right on someone they didn't mean to swipe right on. They right. Go on a date like it happens a lot. And when I interview people, they were like, "Oh yeah, I was doing this anyway." Wow. Interesting. Um, so okay. I matched with this guy, and I was a little taken aback because our first date plans was he wanted to take me to uh, dinner at Mr. Chow's, which is like a like a very fancy like Hollywood like. Chinese restaurant in wow. Beverly Hills. Okay. And I was kind of like, I was like taken aback by that. And I was like, well, do you want to maybe like get a drink first to like maybe early? Because he's a Mr. Chow Saturday night. And that's like a very aggressive first yeah, date. Yeah, that is. That's, more, a, that's yeah. a guy who wants to date. Right. Because yeah. normally first dates for me are like, oh, we're going to grab drinks at a dive bar and like that's that and see if we like each other. And then second date would be dinner, right? Yeah. Maybe. Which is like what I would mostly recommend because dinner is a huge commitment with right. somebody you don't know. Right. So then I was like, well, maybe we should get a drink first to make sure we like each other, thinking that he would say, oh, yeah, let's grab a drink on Wednesday. Wednesday. And instead he's like, okay, well, dinner reservations are at like 8.30, so let's meet at Sunset Tower for a drink at 7. Wow. And Sunset Tower is like a very fancy like Hollywood hotel. Yeah. It's like where the Vanity Fair after party is. Yeah. And so I'm like... Who is this guy? And I'm Interesting. Like, and I'm like, at this point, I'm just like, you know what? Like, I you made your bed. Like, I gave you the out and you still want to go on this date. Let's go on this date. I find out on the date that it's actually his first Bumble or online date ever, ever. That he, so that's why he was like that. And that's why he didn't know what to do. <laughs> that's going to get real expensive, yeah, sir. Yeah, and he just got out of a six-year relationship. And, and yeah, he got out. But I kind of really, the six-year relationship ended in the new year. And so mine ended in November. In, yeah, November. So it's kind of How like. How long was yours? Mine was like, for two like years? almost two years. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Um, and so I kind of like, we connected on that. But I also knew that me two months ago was definitely not in the place I am now. Where I'm more like, oh, I was kind of still a little like weirded out by dating two months ago. Mm-hmm. And so so he's like two months behind me in his like journey, and also his relationship and was long, pretty much longer. Long, yeah, um, but yeah, so we but we had a very lovely time, and we really connected, and we ended up like continuing after Mr. Chow's. I was actually it was funny because I was waiting. So the the other the guy who like the ghosted guy, the Sinatra guy, like we were supposed to hang out 
after my date with this guy. Wow, that's ambitious. I know. Um, because our schedules didn't align and he had like a dinner on Friday and I had this dinner on Saturday. <laughs> um, and so I was, so I was kind of like, our schedules didn't align. And so I, he was like, well, when we can see each other? And I said, well, you know, I can, we can hang out after your dinner on Friday, my dinner on Saturday, or we can do something on Sunday. And he's like, let's do Saturday. And so Saturday rolls around and I hadn't heard from this Sinatra guy all day and like I'm getting ready for the date and so I text him, I text him at like 5.30 being like, are we still on for later? Doesn't respond. I'm at dinner. I told this guy that I had plans with a friend after and he was totally cool about it and not like weirded out about it at all, which was the major points for him. Mm-hmm. And I and I finally get a text back from Sinatra being like, uh, yeah, uh, he's like, sorry, I'm really, really sick. I can't make it. And it was like an hour before we were supposed to meet. Nope. Yeah, so there were issues like mm-hmm. down the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so then I go home, and then the and the guy from the guy I was on a date with sends me a text, me like I had so much fun with you. I really wish you'd come hang out with my friends and I. We're at this bar. Like, can you like can you please come? And I was like, I can either sit here and be mad about this, yes, or go on, I go on. We had like a very lovely date, and we're going on a second date uh, today after this. What are you guys doing? Oh, we're going downtown. We're just gonna go take the metro downtown and like. Because you can walk to the metro from my apartment. I'm, like, right by Runyon. Yeah. And go to, like, I think he wants to go to, like, Nomad or something. Oh, my God. This poor guy. This guy. This poor guy. He's going to go bankrupt. He's going to go ba- I know. I'm like, you know I'd be happy at a dive bar. Like, yeah. Like, literally, you do 100%. not need to, like, take me to, like, nice places. How was the dinner and the drink before well, and all we that? We really connected and we had all these really weird things in common. Like, he's from the same town that my, like, cousins and godmother's from. Uh, that he lives in the same building I used to live in four years ago. Whoa. That my best friend and my my best friend who was my neighbor in that building still lives in that building and, and I go to that building all the time to see her do you know why his six year relationship ended yeah he explained that she was just very unhappy and depressed and he and that was we have a lot of similarities with how our relationship ended yeah, because my say. big thing with my ex was that he was very depressed and it was just like it was taking on such a toll to me and my mental health and my sanity and me being able to do things and he felt in a very similar situation because he's very much an optimist which is great so yeah Sounds good. But then there's another guy. Okay, who's the other guy? Oh my gosh. So this was crazy. Um, so when I was home in Connecticut, uh, I was on Raya. Nice. And I matched with this this guy who I was like really into from his like pictures and everything because he kind of looks like John Mayer. I'm a big John Mayer. Oh my gosh. Beware of someone who looks like John Mayer on the Raya app. Get out of it here. It wasn't John Mayer. Uh, and so we matched and I was like really into it to the point that like we had a mutual friend and I like hit up my mutual friend being like, who's this guy? Like, tell me about him. Is he like a crazy person? And my friend was like, no, he's a nice guy. And so I gave him my number and then I never heard from him. And then I was just moving into my place and I was at Target. In Los Angeles. In Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And I see him walking in Target, holding this like neon green, neon, a John Mayer song, green poster (laughs) board, just with like fire in his eyes. And I'm like, and he walks right through me. But I'm like, there's no way he would recognize me. We've never met in person. Also, like I'm in yoga clothes, like whatever. Right. But I'm like, just, you know what, I'm going to send him a text. So I texted him because we had each other's number. And I was like, hey, random question, but were you just at Target carrying like a neon green poster board? And he's like, yeah, I was. He's like, it's so funny. So we're texting for a little and then it kind of just falls off. And then, um, and then I'm doing this social experiment. And so I'm, I had to, so I, it's so funny because when I got assigned this thing, or I'm not supposed to make it sound like I was assigned it. This was something I wanted to do. Uh-huh, of course, of course, of course. Uh, when I, when I, when I started working on this piece, I had, um, I had, I was at the point with the Sinatra guy where I was ready to kind of like delete all my apps oh. and, or also for my own sanity. I was mm-hmm. like, I, I don't want to be seeking this anymore. And, um, and so I had, but I, for the, for, to do this, I had to download a bunch of apps because I had to, in a week, find th- uh, three guys that to go on dates with. And that's hard to find three guys in one week to go on dates with. 
because like when you because you think about like the timeline of, of dating apps like you match that's true you talk on the app you exchange numbers so like I ended up having to do two dates back to back on Friday and then the one date on Saturday to like get it done in time mm-hmm. um and so I had re-downloaded tinder and I downloaded hinge and I downloaded bumble and that's like all these apps that I hadn't been on can in I years. quickly sidebar you yes. just to get your perspective sure on the apps can you just give us like very quick like difference that you saw slash which is the best and the worst between mm-hmm. Raya, Tinder, Bumble, Hinge. Sure. Um, is that all? Yes. That you're on? So that's all that I'm on. Um, Raya, people on that app, they are, t- they t- they're in the industry to some extent. They know at least one famous person. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they love leading with that. Sometimes that's what it's about. Um, I mean, I think you could end up having a great connection with them if you find out that you're... I've had success with Raya. So mm-hmm. that was the, the guy, the Sinatra guy, right. and then this this guy currently. And I, I, I usually just feel like we connect on a creative level, for me personally. But if you're not in the industry, maybe that's not the right place sure. for you. Sure, But also, Raya has um, a slower turnaround with matches, and or matches that lead to something. So there's like a less... I feel like with other dating apps, people are more proactive on going uh-huh. on dates. Uh-huh. Raya, I feel like it takes longer... To go on a date. Okay. And there's less dates that you get from it. Got it. Based on the matches. Because people are like, I'm important. I know someone famous. Yeah. I don't have time for this. But it's nice because you only get a small amount of matches and it's also a, it's a smaller community, which I think is a little better because it's not a lot of randoms or people that look like they're going to murder you. There's like a vetting process and people are paying for this. So it's like kind of, I think you're getting like a better quality of people. Got it. And everyone who's ever been on The Bachelor is on Raya. Oh, really? So if you want to match with a bachelor. Definitely do not. Okay. Um, and then Bumble, it's like, feels a little safer. I feel like the guys on Bumble are like kind of sweeter. They like, they, they like respect women more. Really? I feel like, wow. I mean, but the thing with Bumble is the girl has to make the first move. Right. I feel like Bumble dates, um, I end up getting dates quicker from that. So two of the guys in the week were from Bumble. And they're nice guys. Like, I feel Bumble's, like, a nice guy. Yeah, I had a right? good time on Bumble. Although yeah. I did notice a pattern with Bumble that people that then get into relationships from people they meet on Bumble, the girl is kind of in the driver's seat in the relationship. Do you think that's true from the girl initiating one time? Yeah, I've seen that. Wow. I've seen that with two friends. And I don't that know. That is interesting. Where they, down to, like... The girl is the first one to be like, I love you. The girl is the first one to like want to be boyfriend and girlfriend. The girl is the first one to like push it forward. So I don't know if that is. Do you is, think that's I would because love to explore it, that more. Because I do, I, I've talked to some girls who are like, I don't want to do Bumble because I don't want to be the first to initiate. So I wonder if it just naturally attracts more women that are that like to be the initiator, that like yeah. to be in the driver's seat, whereas women who don't obviously are going to go to Lee or Hinge or but whatever. I think even the most, like, you know, like the most uh, type A woman still wants to feel... Oh, absolutely. You know, and I say that all the to, time. Yeah. But some women are more comfortable initiating and like being in control like that. Yeah. I think people don't realize that you are setting a precedent at the beginning of your relationship for how you want things to go based right, on if right. you're planning the dates, if you're initiating Even the texting. Down to text, yeah, texting yeah, first. You're like setting big, that up. A big that, thing on that. And a lot of women who do that will be like, oh, like men are so passive. I want a man who's more aggressive. And then I'm like, then you need to let him be more aggressive by not doing the work for mm-hmm. him. If you're doing the work, he's not going to do, do the work. 
Um, and then Hinge is a, a little bit more, you have to put a little bit more time and energy into it. You're building a profile. They yeah. ask you questions. Yeah. It's like a little bit more of like a, uh, more thought goes into your matches because you don't just swipe right or swipe right. Left. You, you look like, at, like something on yeah. their profile and then they, they, they see that you like it and then they have the option to, to start a conversation with you. It feels more um, like it requires more action from you right, like it's right, more right. active it's more proactive right. it's more proactive and I think yeah. people do get it I feel like the guy I went on a hinge date um on a couple of days ago and the guy I could tell was more like in a position to be in a relationship and the questions on the date were more like relationship based mm-hmm. as opposed to just like what do you like you interesting know? okay and um, then tinder and then is just, just like free for all yeah I really feel like that's but I hear of a lot of relationships coming from tinder because as is my theory a lot of relationships come from I just want to fuck and then like right. oh I like fucking you and also I like you. Right, and I think it's also what you're looking for too because it, I think some people just Tinder is like the, like the most the first dating app. So we mm-hmm. think about it the most and it's like yeah, sure people are there to fuck but then people are there for app like connections. Yeah. Yeah. So. Do you ever do like okay Cupid or any of that? I did like years ago and mm-hmm. that was just too much. I don't like I don't like how guys can reach just out to message you message you all day. And yeah. then but then with the dating apps guys will slide into your DMs on like Instagram cuz like I have my yeah. Instagram on there and they'll slide into my which maybe I should take off after our conversation. I actually think you should. Um and they'll slide in and they'll like just, like they, they won't understand why I won't go on a date with them. And yeah. it's like uh, there's a reason why we didn't match. Like yeah. don't push this. Yeah. Um, that I'm so, actually, I remember, I, now I do remember, I did have my Instagram on there just to be like, I'm not hiding anything, yeah. but I still think that's different. I think they can slide into your DMs, but if they follow you and then you go on a date, maybe you could be like, can you unfollow me? Yeah. Just because like now we actually now know we each other as people yeah. and we don't need that. Yeah, we don't need yeah. That. Okay. I'm okay with that. Um, so yeah, so this guy, uh, so I saw him on the, I matched with him on Tinder and I, I was like, I'm not going to... The like, neon green poster board? Yeah. Oh, wow. And when I was doing this experiment, I didn't think anything of it. I was like, whatever. And that was like two weeks ago. And then last night, I'm with my friend. We're having... We're catching up over wine. And I get a phone call from him. Oh, my gosh. And like five text messages. And then I find out that he didn't mean to call me. Uh, but it was just like he was texting and accidentally called me. He's like, this is bizarre. He's like, I just matched with you on Tinder. Like, I just saw you. Because I guess I had swiped right on him and he didn't match with me. He's like, I just matched with you on Tinder. You saw me in person. This is insane. We need to go on a date. And I'm like, well, what are you doing right now? Let's grab a drink. And he's like, I'm at this bar. Come. And I like. Love it. Went to the bar. And like, we had a really lovely evening. But it did come down to the point where he was like. Do you, he's like, hey, do you want to come to my place? Like, and I was like, I do, but I just feel like because I like you, I kind of want to like put the brakes on and like kind of process this before I move forward with it. Mm-hmm. But I was even like, yeah, I was like, we just, I don't, I'm not gonna have sex with you. He's like, that's fine, that's like totally. I mean, because we were like making out, mm-hmm. it's a great kisser, and there was like sparks and fireworks and like everything. Run, run, right? No, but it wasn't like an obsessive. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We were vibing, we were talking, we were connecting. I really like, I, I felt, I don't know, I just like felt good. So where's that? When was that? That was last night. Oh my gosh. That was literally last night. Whoa. And yeah. Wow. And no like, wonder you're glowing. I'm glowing. And have you made out with um, Nomad slash yeah, we made date out. guy? He's a good kisser too. Good kisser too. Yeah. Great. Not as I see in your face, there weren't the same like <laughs> no, buzzy it feelings. Wasn't like that. Yeah. Mm, I like that better. The buzziness. The non. The non buzziness. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, it depends what you're looking All for. My like I think like this guy better. You'll have fun. Like I think you'll have fun with neon green poster board. Yeah. I feel like it's probably not going to 
be a thing just yeah. just the sense I'm getting just because I'm always like when it's like and it was good and we were vibing and da, 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 on the first date and there were all these coincidences we saw each other in Target I'm like this is a great story and a fun experience it's probably not and you can prove me wrong yeah you're long term whereas the guy that you're like it was really nice and he was really nice and it was really respectful and yeah we made out and it was nice for some reason I just feel like that builds to the huge buzzy feeling sparks whereas the buzzy feeling sparks starting off the whole thing only has the opportunity to fizzle out. Hmm. Well, Not always. But, but I think maybe more possible if I went back with home with him, I think it's good that I kind of like gave it. Space. I do too. No, I think you do everything right. Yeah. Because what I love about you is like, while I think that when we guest out, get asked out the day of or whatever, we should be like, no, I have something else to do. And we should be a little more like, you have to make time for me. What I love about you is that you're able to be like, yeah, I can do it right now because you have no stakes in it. Yeah. And you're just kind of like, whatever, let's see if this works. And you don't have the like, well, if he wants to be in a relationship with me, he's going to have to show me that he's willing to put the work in. You're just like, yeah, this is an experience. This is an experience. This is a story. This is a fun makeout. Why not? I'm free now. And I think guys really pick up on that. Yeah. Everyone picks up on that of like, oh, they're here to have a good time, but they're not analyzing me they're not bringing the baggage of all their other relationships mm-hmm. and dates they're not trying to figure out if i'm husband material they're just here to have fun they could take it or leave it we had a good time and then you can move on right i think that's such a good well, attitude and also have. it was a crazy timing thing because if my my plan in my head was like my friends and i were wrapping up our drinks i was gonna go like get takeout and like go home and like take off my makeup and if he had texted me like 30 minutes later my answer would have been no but the weird timing of like our my friend and I were wrapping up. I was gonna, you know, it was just like it's like okay, yeah, why not? Yeah, no, I love it. I yeah. think when you have that attitude, it really shows, and it makes people want to be around you yeah. and want to see you again because yeah. they're like, oh, she's not like analyzing my every move. No. We're just having a good time. Yeah. Do you plan on seeing him again? Yeah, would I, would, you... I would love to. Have you talked to him? We yeah, he texted me. Well, so my phone died on our date and so I was like so we were like talking about he's like do you want to come back with mine and I was like I, I do but you know I have a podcast in the afternoon I kind of want because I know also like I don't sleep well mm-hmm. when I'm doing yeah. sleepovers and then like my in an ideal situation was been like oh come back to mine because I'm more comfortable I prefer having a guy come to my place because it's like my home and mm-hmm. I can like do my thing um but then I was like but my place was messy so I was like I didn't I was like I was like yeah I, I, I need to go home yeah and I was yeah. feeling tired but I just like I just really yeah. need a good night's sleep yeah um, and so he, like, he called me a car, which was, like, so nice. Mm. And, um, and he, like, wouldn't let me pay for anything the whole date, which I thought was also very sweet. Very nice. And then when I got home, I got a text from him that was like, did you make it safe? And I was like, yes, I'm home safe. And he's like, I had a great time. I was like, me too. And then I'm like, I'm so sorry I didn't get to meet your dog. And he's like, next time. Like, so great. I think, yeah, I think there's, like, a possibility of seeing him again. Okay, so let's, let's go over this. We have Neon Green Poster Board, John yes. Mayer, <laughs> who you saw last night made out. And oh, but here's we'll the thing. I don't. He doesn't know what a big John Mayer fan I am, and I'm a little concerned that if he finds that out, which is easy to find if you just look at my Instagram. Wow, I didn't know either. Oh, good. Um, I'm concerned that he's going to be weirded out. Do you know you could probably date John Mayer? Yeah, I would love to. Really? Yeah. Even after, like, the Taylor Swift yeah. song? Yeah, I think he's done a lot of work on himself recently. Okay, you love that. You yeah. love someone who's done some yeah. work. Well, you could probably make that happen because you know a couple famous people, I, I assume. 
Um, so I would just say, you know, date why not go for it? Date yeah. for the real thing. Why are we dating the copy? But okay, so you've got John Mayer. So you think he's gonna feel weird if he knows that you're into John Mayer? And or he if he listens like John to this Mayer. podcast, he's probably never gonna see me again. He won't listen. He's not gonna listen. No one listens. People are always like, someone I'm dating is gonna let. I'm like, they're not, they're not gonna going listen. to. Yeah. Um, okay, unless they're really smart, and then if they do, you should absolutely marry them because obviously if they, listen, they know what's going on. They're gonna get all the on. intel. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I really like. I would. Yeah. I'm so we have John Mayer good. green poster board. I'm doing the. I'm yes. running down. Yes. And then we have Sinatra's out of the picture. Um, we have frat guy who I want you to break up with. I want to break up. With him. Um, then we have, uh, we'll call him dinner date man. Dinner date man. Um, Classy man. Did I miss anybody? That's it. That's the rotation. That's the rotation. And Sinatra's going out, so we're down to three. We're down to two because well, I think we're probably we down to two because I mean, we're getting rid of frat boy. I the frat boy thing, but I think I should end that. How are you going to end it? I don't know. Maybe just be busy. But I think maybe tell him, just be like, look, because I, I, I know he wants a girlfriend, and I just don't see that with him. Okay. I think we should be the change we want to see in the world. Yeah. Don't just be busy. Be honest. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So do you think you'll see him tonight, or do you think you'll end it? I don't want to see him tonight. He wants to hang out tonight, and I'm like, that doesn't sound appealing to me. I have a really big day tomorrow. I don't don't, don't want to, like, and every time he comes over, he, like, never leaves in the morning. And no. he sleeps on my side of the bed, and I, no. I know my friend Emily's like, you need to communicate these things with him, but I'm just like, I don't need Only if you care. Time. Yeah, and you're not in that place right now. Yeah. So I think you should end it today. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't come to your show Monday. Monday, no. No. I mean, I know we like audience members, but, like... <laughs> Someone else will come. One of the other two guys or yeah, yeah. whoever you're dating by then yeah. will come. It could, yeah. Anything could happen tomorrow. Yeah. So I say, end it with him today. Be honest. Be like, hey, I don't think we should see each other tonight. I'm not really feeling like this is going in a relationship direction. So I want you to be able to go date someone else who's ready for that. Yeah. You should just do that. I think so. And um, then you're going to go have fun at the Nomad with the afternoon guy. Yeah. You're just killing it. You're doing great. Do you have any like... Pressing questions, thoughts, concerns, for you. troubles for me, or are you just like I I'm mean, killing it, which is I think, fine. I, yeah, I guess it's just like, but then I, I guess my concern is my friend is always like, well, maybe you shouldn't be dating at all, and I just don't think that works for me. I don't. What? Why? What's the point? Why? Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Again, like, I say why. Because I gave myself the time to heal. I was living with my parents in Connecticut. I was going on dates like here and there in the city, which was like weird because then my parents would like slut shame me when I would come home. It's like not worth it. Um, uh, but like, you know, I wasn't really like, I, and, and when I moved out here to LA, I was going on dates, but I wasn't really like feeling it. And I, I was honest with that about the guys. And it wasn't, I think I was like not in the right place to be going on dates at the time. And I, I felt that and I took a step back, but then these like connections happened and so I'm kind of just like going with it yeah I think why stop it if you're having a good time that just seems like why punish yourself you also don't seem particularly damaged from your last relationship you seem pretty healed you seem pretty over it if you're having fun dating more power to you we need more of that in the world so I say keep having fun if you were to get into a relationship and be like I still have all this old stuff and I don't uh, and I haven't taken the time. Then, okay, yeah, you might want to look at it. But yeah. it doesn't sound like that. It doesn't sound like you're going to rush into a relationship anytime soon. Nope. I would warn you that if any of these guys turn out to be awesome, you should still kind of hold yourself back from the relationship word and parameters. I like to say three months. I just think it gives you enough time to really see what's going on and not yeah. feel beholden to someone. And I love that and I agree with that and that definitely is what I would do. I mean, that's why, I mean, even like, look, I'm like, 
a month in with I was a month in with that Sinatra guy like you know old me would have like locked that down but right like, I'm just like it's not I'm so happy I got to see his true colors because this is probably how he is in a relationship exactly and it would probably be so much harder and weirder if you had if you had like tried to solidify something it's like it's better to just keep your options open yeah. you don't have to date more than one person at a time if you don't like to do that mm-hmm. but you also don't have to be like well I guess I'm with you now because you seem to like me and you said the relationship word right you can value yourself. Yeah. But so I would say with any of these guys, even John Mayer, who like I'm worried about. I'm worried about um, too. I'm worried about, I'm also worried about him like coming to my apartment and being like, what's your Wi-Fi password? It's John Mayer, 1983. No way. You like, might need to change like, that. Like I think I'm like a little concerned about that. I think you should Unless he knows it. that. Unless he knows that about me and that's like why he kept mentioning that people say he looks like John Mayer. He kept mentioning it? That's hilarious. I wasn't saying it. Yeah, he's probably like, she's going to like this. Yeah. But maybe you should change your Wi-Fi password. Probably. Do you have any, having written 20 guys you date oh, in your yeah. 20s, or being the columnist that you are, do you have a final tip? How do we be more like yeah. you? Uh, well, don't. <laughs> Get um, out of a relationship that's like the best time to date because you're like fun and free. I think that we need to stop like settling and stop stressing about like a timeline when it comes to dating. I think you just have to take things for what they are. I think you have to see the red flags when they're there. I think the best and most successful relationships when I interviewed all these couples that were together and how, because my book is basically about the obstacles we face in dating and how to overcome them. Mm. And I isolated that into 20 different types of guys or types of relationships. And I told my story about how it didn't work out. I interviewed the guy from the story. They got to read the story, weigh in, tell me what they thought. I interviewed experts like you to weigh in. Mm -hmm. And then I also interviewed couples that got over these obstacles. And the biggest theme I saw with all the couples was that they had excellent communication. They were on the same page with everything in the relationship. And that they, like a, a couple that had, like were instant boyfriend and girlfriend, they went and actually instant husband and wife. They, wow. they got married after five months. Five years later, they're still together and they had their first child. Oh my gosh. But they had had conversations early into the relationship. They would go on walks and hikes. It wasn't just sexual. It was getting to know each other. They had already known what they wanted for their future, how many kids they wanted, what they would do if they lost their jobs, like all these conversations, which I never had with my ex. And when he did lose his job, before we moved to New York and then he got a job in New York, I never knew that he didn't like LA. I didn't know that he saw his himself in New York until mm-hmm. we were eight months in. Mm. I didn't know that he when he lose that he's defined by the job that he had. Had we had those conversations earlier and it wasn't just about presenting our best self to each other and we were right. honest and trans and transparency is so key. Yeah, I say that a lot. I was just talking to someone about this yesterday that was like having issues with a guy she's starting to see regularly mm-hmm. And things were bothering her about him and kind of gender role stuff. And I was like, you need to lay it out on the table now. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, once you start covering that stuff up, it's not like it goes away. It's just going to bubble up later. It's all going to come out. If you talk about it now, he has the choice to either work on it with you and stick with you. Or he can move on. But then you didn't spend any more time. And you didn't let it fester inside of you. I think it's so important to just say at the beginning. And of course, like. This is different for every situation, every couple. Some couples do talk about everything from the very beginning. Some people take a little more time to warm up. That's fine. But I think if rather than thinking, my goal is to get to a relationship, how do I turn myself into a person that this person wants to be in a relationship with? If you're just like, I'm going to put out there exactly who I am, Mm -hmm. not like, oh, I want a relationship, but like, these are my long term. This is what I want. 
they have the choice to stay or go, but at least you know you weren't sitting on anything. And it's not just turning yourself into who you want them to be. It's not accepting people for who they are and trying to turn them to something totally. they're not. Yes. Like the like I the guy that's just not that into you. For me, like this guy had told me early on, I do not want a girlfriend right now, and I hung on to right now instead of hearing I don't want a girlfriend. Right. And I think we listen to what we want to hear, and we don't say what we need to say, and we should be more open and transparent about those things, and we should be listening because we're not listening to our partners a lot of the time. Totally. And if we would take off the, well, let's just get to the boyfriend-girlfriend thing, and then we'll figure it out, which has just turned into this end goal, we can actually hear what they're telling us. We can hear it, we can take it in, and we can respond to it in a way that we can't if we're just like, well, we'll get there, we'll we'll figure it out. People aren't really going to change in major ways. So you need to, that's why I say the three-month thing too, is like that, you need to see who they are, not just try and get to this image that you want with them. People show you who they are and you have to accept it. I mean, my ex showed me early on that he was obsessed with video games and loved video games and that ended up being a big reason why we broke up. I can relate. And it's just like, that's, but he showed me that. He didn't hide that and I didn't see that. I was like, well, I can change him. I can get him to like want to leave the apartment. Right. Fast forward to Brooklyn. No, I could not get him to leave the apartment even on a beautiful spring summer day. I couldn't get him to fucking leave Brooklyn and go visit my parents in Connecticut and hang out by the beach. Like, no. Right. And he showed you that yeah. probably early, but you were so caught up it. in like, I like him. I have this buzzy feeling. Yeah. <clears throat> and so I just need to go forward and keep ignoring and it'll change. It'll work out. No, love no. is not enough. We must pay attention to what the person is and what they're showing us and give them time yep. to show us. And we have to show them and be honest about how we are. Exactly. Don't pretend you like to go hiking if you don't. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You're just going to end up hiking a lot. Yeah. Um, I wish you the best of luck. Not that you need it. I'll keep you posted on what happens. I really want to know everything. We will have updates. I also am going to take a moment to sell you. Oh, thank you. Because you're not dating enough people, clearly. clearly. Gabby Conti. What's your Instagram? It's Gabby Conti. It's Gabby Conti. G-A-B-I-C-O-N-T-I. She is tall, but open to her height (laughs) and shorter. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, She's gorgeous, talented, smart, funny. Don't be intimidated by the fact that she writes for sex and relationship columns. It just means she's even more open to the adventure. Mm -hmm. She's hosting a show on Monday night at Bar Lubitsch. Yes, this is going to be past there. But 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 we do. I do do a monthly show at Bar Lubitsch called Burn Your Baggage. Burn Your Baggage. Once a month. We haven't had our other dates yet, but just look out for it. I post about it on my social media. And it's all about letting go of things you don't need to hold on to. Storytelling therapy show. You're so great. I admire you so much. I usually give people homework. But I feel like your only homework is to break up with the fratty guy I think so. and to change your Wi-Fi change password. Wi-Fi password. <laughs> That's your homework. And let us know how things are going. I, I love will. this. I will. I'll keep you updated. Thank you so yes, much, Gabby. For me. Bye. Bye. Just the tip, a dating tip. I also want to add that after we got off air, I gave Gabby some additional homework of making her John Mayer dreams happen. Never give up on your dreams. Um, If there's a way to meet him, she should do it. Why not? I believe in her. So Gabby, this is for you. I want to hear that you get to go on a date with John Mayer. Okay. My tip that is related to this is when it comes to dating, a really great way to get more dates, and if you're someone who's like, I hate the apps or whatever, is to have your friends set you up. Friends, acquaintances, hairdresser, dentist, whoever can set you up with their single friends. Everyone knows other single people. And if you make it clear that you're a fun, proactive person who just wants to have a fun experience, people will be willing to set you up. However, I experienced something this week where I was reaching out for a couple of my clients to set them up. I posted in a Facebook group, got a bunch of responses, and they were like, 
Hello, I've just about given up on dating, so why not give this a try? Or, hello, um, God, dating is so awful, but I thought maybe just as I'm about to give up, why not? Let me tell you something. When that's your attitude, yeah, I'm 100% not setting you up with someone that I work with or know as a friend. You want to be appealing. I'm not going to inflict you and your misery on other single people. You want to be like, I love dating. I'm having such a great time. Don't worry about whether or not we'd be a good match. Just put us on the date and we'll have a good time. If I know that the person I know is going to have a good time on a date with you, I'm going to set them up just to have a good time. There should be low pressure. You shouldn't be like... Well, okay, maybe you can set me up, but what does he look like? What's his job? How tall is he? What does he wear? Where does he live? What does he smell like? I don't want to hear any of that. I just want you to say I'm open to the experience and I will set you up with whoever I know. In fact, full disclosure, this is how I met my boyfriend is my hairdresser always heard me talk about dating and how much I loved it and how much fun I was having. And I talked about it in such a joyful way that one day I left my hair appointment and she texted me and said, hey, would you want to go on a date with my boyfriend's writing partner? And I said, sure, why not? And we didn't even find out what each other looked like. We just went on a blind date and we had fun. And she wanted to do that because I always talked about how much fun dating was. After just talking with Gabby, she was so fun and had such a good attitude and was so open to the experience that I would literally set her up with anyone who crosses my path because I know even if they're not a perfect match, she's going to have a good time that person's going to have a good time and that's worth it to me to give two people a good time. They get to meet each other. Maybe they'll be friends. Maybe they'll fall in love. Who knows? Who cares? The point is pay attention to your attitude. Pay attention to the language you're using. Everyone is listening. And if you want other people to be pulling for you, helping you, setting you up with their friends, change your outlook, be positive, have fun, be open to the experience. If you have questions, please email us at notyourtherapistpodcast at gmail.com. Also, you can DM us on Instagram at notyourtherapistpodcast. Listen, rate, review. That's fun. Thank you to Gabby Conti. Instagram is it's Gabby Conti, G-A-B-I-C-O-N-T-I. Thank you to my beautiful producer, Christine Bartolucci, Melissa Gruen, all of you for listening and for making dating fun.